Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick. State Senator Dan McConkey represents the 26th District, which includes Cook, King, Lake, and McHenry Counties. He's a former vice president of Americans United for Life. You're still very pro-life in a very blue state of Illinois. Uh, it's an uphill fight in Illinois. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it is in a lot of places, you know, obviously, but that doesn't mean that you don't show up and do the work, right? So when I worked at Americans United for Life, I worked there for over 10 years and helped pass over 200 pieces of pro-life legislation in states across the country. And, that, and that's, you know, great work. I was glad to do it. But it just came a time where I really believed I was being called to to go in a different direction that I never thought I would run for elected office myself. Here I am almost uh, four years now into uh, my service. And it's really had a lot of great opportunities to stand up for what's right. You know, it's it's important uh, in a state like this in which the, the movement, the, the tide is, is going the other direction. You still need to be able to stand up, stand in the gap, stand for truth, uh, regardless of that reality. Well, yours is a very important voice in Springfield, and we appreciate that. Do you find yourself, though, kind of on the outside looking in at times when the legislature is controlled by Democrats? Well, sometimes. I mean, obviously, whoever the majority party is controls the process. You know, they are the ones that select the leaders, both in the House and the Senate. They're the ones that are managing what goes on and determining what bills come forward and what don't ever get a hearing at all, just get buried. The important thing, though, is as Christians is to just show up. Right, we're to show up. We're to you know be involved in those places in which God's given us opportunities to do so, and that's you know that's why I'm there. And you know it, it's amazing the opportunities that God gives you, even if you don't see like the big headline stuff happen. There's still opportunities to make a difference, and I don't worry about the outcome. Uh, my job is to show up, stand up for truth, and at the end of the day, I go home and I sleep well at night because I remember that the results are not my responsibility. The results are God's. Well, the legislature is involved in a couple things that are a big concern to pro-life and pro-family voters. And one of the things that we're worried about is the possible modification or outright repeal of parental notice. You're concerned about that too. Well, absolutely. I mean, parents are important. Uh, you know, we have an age of majority for a reason. When you reach 18, you get, uh, we, we then determine that you're adult, an adult, and you're able to do all sorts of things, whether it be borrow money, uh, buy a car, buy a house, get married, enter into contracts. Um, when you're a minor, we've put placed certain restrictions on your behavior or the ability of your parents to be involved. Uh, and, and it, you know, the idea of a minor getting an abortion, not without the consent, but without even the notification, without the information that a parent would know that their child has gone, their minor child has gone through an invasive surgical procedure seems really counterintuitive to me. And, you know, uh, any sort of effort to repeal parental notification 
What that says to, to people is that it's the state saying that parents aren't important in regards to this matter. And that's just simply not the, not the case. In, the, in a number of years, five or so years now that we've had parental notice in effect here in Illinois, we have seen abortions dramatically decline amongst uh, girls under the age of 18. I think that's a good thing. And I think the vast majority of, of people here in Illinois would agree with that. But the scary thing is, here's the state saying that we want to take more of the parental involvement with their kids away from them. And it's not just that. It's this couple big immunization bills out there. Well, this is a slippery slope. Well, it, you know, it, parents are either important or they're not, right? And it's interesting. The legislature has gone the opposite way on some things, smoking, tattoos, and so forth. You can't uh, smoke or vape. Uh, you know, we're even raising those ages to 21. Uh, you know, not just 18. So, it, you know, the idea that you can, you can't make a wise decision as to whether or not you're going to smoke or vape, but you can make a wise decision as to whether or not you are going to get an abortion seems really incongruous to me. Wow, you spoke at the Speak Out Illinois conference, and you talked about how to talk to your lawmakers about legislation you're concerned about, in particular the Parental Notice of Abortion Act. Step one would be what? Well, step one is to show up, right? You need to contact them. You call, email. Those are fine. But if, if at all possible, try to meet with them in person. Meet with them if you go down to Springfield. But, you know, they have an office in the district, in the area in which you live. Try to have a meeting with them there. And it doesn't matter whether or not they are pro-life or pro-choice or undecided. You need to still stand up and weigh in on that issue. Because you may have someone who's strongly pro-choice, but actually also would agree with you that parents need to be involved uh, as well. So, I mean, that, that is step one. So you're in the office. What do you do next? Well, you want to lead off with facts, right? Be very factual about what you're doing. Don't be emotion-based, but be factual about what that is. Uh, organizations like IFI and, and others are able to provide you with those type of facts, the important things that's helpful to, to uh, communicate to that legislator. But also, if you have a personal story, something that's relevant, you know, don't be afraid to tell that story. Uh, you know, what kind of story? Well, when parental notification repeal was first introduced last year, I actually had a, a woman from my district contact me and said, you know, she was uh, she wished that parental notification had been in effect back when she had gotten pregnant as a underage girl back in the 1970s, and she said, had that happened. I would not have made a decision that I have regretted for the rest, you know, all my years since then. Um, so if, if you have a story like that, if you have a story of a sibling or, some, or a friend who may be, you know, similar in that regard, you know, feel free to communicate that. Stories are powerful. Obviously, Jesus used them. And do you have to make an appointment? Uh, and when you go there, do you need to wear a suit and tie, a nice dress, what? Well, when you show, you know, call the office, say that you'd like to meet and you'd like to meet about this issue, just that you won't take a lot of time. You know, some people want to go and, you know, eat up a whole bunch of time. You know, just say that you want 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever it is. The shorter the amount of time that you're requesting, the easier uh, that it is to get a meeting. And then when you show up, be well-dressed. You know, you don't have to be a suit, in a suit and tie if, if you don't, you know, never have one. But, you know, you want to dress well and, and dress the part of, of someone who's a respectable constituent in the community. Do you let them know that you're a voter and you'll be watching to see how 
this lawmaker votes on a particular issue. I would say that you can do that. I wouldn't say it's not necessary. The reason why is because if you're taking the time to show up and communicate, um, it is recognized that you are uh, obviously paying attention and, and that you're you know interested in getting involved. It's important to not have the legislator feel like you're threatening them, right? But that you are trying to work together. They are their, your you know, elected representative. And so, you know, just tell them how much you care. I think that's more important than in levying any sort of threat. You can't go in there angry. And if you're a Christian, you should act like a Christian. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, Jesus did go and turn over the tables, but he only did that with the religious leaders who were essentially exploiting and then people coming to the temple and trying to line their own pockets with them. That's the only time Jesus displayed anger and frustration, and it was to people within the church you should have known better. If you're talking to someone who is not a believer, try to find common ground with them. Try to demonstrate love exactly like what Jesus did. You know, Jesus went to those people who were lost and communicated with love that he cared about them and who they were and where they came from. There's a lot of common ground when it comes to parental notice. Even if you're so-called pro-choice, you're thinking, hey, this is my daughter. I don't want to not know that she's had an abortion. Right. And, you know, there may be arguments that there are hard cases out there, and, and certainly there are those, right? There is situations in which you'll have a, uh, a minor who maybe has an abusive parent. You know, obviously, there's people like that out there. So I would say that the, the thing that you want to keep you know, in mind is that hard cases shouldn't remove the ability of every parent of being involved, right? And the existing law in this case already has exceptions for those hard cases, whether it be judicial bypass uh, or other provisions to make sure that if a minor is actually fearful for their health or safety, they, they are not required to comply with this portion of the law. But if they do have a loving family at home, you know, uh, there's no reason why the parents can't be involved in that case, despite the fact that a child may be scared. Obviously, they're scared. They're in a difficult circumstance. But that is exactly when you need the parents the most. This is Illinois Family Spotlight, speaking with State Senator Dan McConkie. We'll continue our conversation after this. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court of the United States heard arguments last week in the first big abortion case since the confirmation of Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch. The case is known as June Medical Services v. Russo. It comes from a Louisiana state law passed in 2014 requiring abortion clinics to have physicians who are recognized with admitting privileges at local hospitals. Pro-abortion advocates are using the case to argue that if a woman has a constitutional right to abortion, then she must have a constitutional right to access to abortion. It's a very deadly logic. Pro-life Americans seem not yet to understand what's at stake in this case, but tellingly, the pro-abortion side understands it full well. The issues at stake are enormous. I'm Albert Moeller. This is Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larry here, joined by State Senator Dan McConkie. You represent uh, what area? Uh, northwest Chicago suburbs, so Libertyville, Barrington, Lake Zurich, Crystal Lake, uh, cover each Senate district. We have 59 senators in the state. Each one covers about 215,000 people. And you're not up for re-election in November, but you still welcome people to visit your website and to maybe uh, give you a call sometime. 
Well, absolutely. You know, if you're from my area, you know, uh, feel free to reach out. SenatorMcConkey.com is uh, the best, uh, you know, way to, to reach me, see what's happening currently and see, you know, uh, be able to contact my office and let me know what you think. Let me get your thoughts about this bill out there that would bring even more comprehensive sex ed to our public school classrooms down to five-year-old kids. Seems like a big overreach. Well, it doesn't really seem to be an issue today. I mean, the, the kids, when they reach puberty, seem to know how things work, probably maybe even more so than they ought to. But, you know, I, I don't understand this incessant need to expand uh, sex education, you know, and especially in very young grades. Uh, I mean, let kids be kids, right? I mean, innocence only lasts so long. How do we stop it? Well, I mean, obviously you need to stand up for truth, stand up for what's right. But again, you need to go uh, approach your legislator, explain your concerns with it, become educated on the issue, and then go and, and talk in a factual manner with those legislators that represent you. Everybody in the state has both a House member and a Senate member, regardless of where they live. Go and visit both of them and talk to them, see where they stand on it, and make sure that you communicate your views. Well. What kind of raises red flags for me is that Planned Parenthood supports this legislation. That can't be good. Well, Planned Parenthood has been very effective at running a business under the guise of a nonprofit, uh, where they profit off of the illicit sexual activity, often of minors, right? And uh, I mean, just the fact that they're a nonprofit, don't let that fool you. I mean, they funnel money into other nonprofits that then are used as foundations. Uh, you know, Abby Johnson, the former Planned Parenthood uh, director, uh, she talks about the fact that they were required to meet certain quotas, have certain levels of profit, really, that came out of their entity that would then be swept into other entities that would fund trips to France and, and so forth. So this idea that they're just a nonprofit doing good work is just simply not true. And then we have these two big immunization bills. Uh, requiring the HPV vaccine for boys and girls, you know, at a very young age, and then no religious exemptions for vaccinations. Here again, you're taking away the rights of parents. This is really insidious. Well, you know, everything, you know, it, we've, we saw, we've seen this in other countries, right, that religious liberty protections and so forth are gradually taken away over time. It's often over a period of years. Uh, that's why it's important to stand up, right, in, all the way along the process and make sure that you're standing for what's up, what's right and what's true and what's really fair and responsible, especially uh, on the religious liberty angle. If we lose our religious liberty, we really lose our ability to, to then be able to worship God and to uh, serve Him in the ways in which He's called us to. But if we're not religious... Should we be concerned about these bills? Well, of course. I mean, religious liberty is baked into the fabric of our society. And the, the important thing about religious liberty is that it helps protect all of our other liberties, including freedom of speech and a freedom of association. Uh, the freedom of religion is right there and just as important as the rest of them. So regardless of your personal view, whether you're a follower of God, uh, uh, you have a different faith tradition, whether you're an atheist or an agnostic, uh, religious faith is important to a free, free society. Governor Pritzker recently addressed the legislature, and one of the things he talked about was the need for ethics reform. But yet we know that some of the sponsors of these immunization bills are getting big campaign contributions from big pharma. 
I haven't followed uh, the money on that directly. I have heard the same type of thing, especially at the federal level. We know that a lot of that has gone on. Uh, look, I'm not going to, you know, put uh, words in the mouth of the sponsors as to why they're introducing these bills. It is absolutely the case, though, that those companies who own these vaccines stand to profit the more that they're mandated, right? Any sort of mandate, whenever it's passed down or, you know, introduced at the legislative level, either state or federal government, you always should try to look at, well, who would stand to, to you know, win at the end of the day? And, uh, you know, at times, you got to make sure that you are educated on those and standing up, you know, on that. You know, again, you don't want to impugn the motive of the people who may introduce these because they may have other reasons that they genuinely believe, right? I know that one of the bills that has been introduced in regards to vaccines in the legislature this year was introduced at the request of the Department of Public Health. So, uh, you know, be careful with that, but obviously do your research. And while they're pushing for more sex ed and doing away with parental notice, and uh, taking away the rights of parents with uh, immunizations. They're not doing anything about pension reform, which is something near and dear to your heart and should be very important to the families of Illinois. Well, obviously, uh, you know, having a balanced budget is uh, important. Uh, we spend way too much on the various aspects of government. Uh, we underfunded our pensions for years. And yeah, I mean, it, this is a, a long-term problem that we need to be working on. And so it is, uh, that's why it's vitally important to not just be involved in the legislative process, but also in the election process. Make sure you do your research and find out who it is that is running for legislature, how Senate, who's running for Congress in your area. Uh, educate yourselves uh, about where it is they stand. Show up at a event that they're having and ask hard questions uh, because these are the people that are out there spending your money on other things. And you want to make sure that they well represent you. Senator, once again, if folks would like to get in contact with you, uh, maybe follow some legislation you're proposing, whatever, how can they do that? Sure. The best place to go to is SenatorMcConkie.com. That's Senator, last name is M-C-C-O-N-C-H-I-E.com. Uh, keep on the news. Sign up for my e-newsletter. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, always uh, do my best to reach out to people and, and make sure that they know what's happening with government. Transparency is important. Transparency, we can put the information out there, but the only way you're going to know about it is if you take the time to educate yourself. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Take care. And thank you for listening. Please support the work of Illinois Family Institute and tell a friend about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.